Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Peter Granger is one of the founders of Cafe Pod, a company that deals in all things coffee, including pods for Nespresso-type machines. Peter says he grew his network by asking for help for his business. And people like to help people that they like. Thank you very much for being my guest on the podcast today, Peter. It's a pleasure. Great to be here. Now, your current business is all about coffee, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I wanted to explore your background first and and what you used to do before you were an entrepreneur. I believe that you started out in finance. Is that right? That's correct. So um, I um, originally started Cafe Pod with um, two friends in 2010, 2011. But I was in financial services before that for about 10 years Um most of it in London, a little bit in Dublin, and then a little bit in Cape Town, where I'm from and and grew up, so uh, a year or two after university. Yeah. So what was that like? Presumably you you were working in the city. Did did you enjoy that? Um, It's, uh, you know, not having come from the UK and then the big, the big bag city of London. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Yeah, it was amazing. Um, The energy is incredible. Um, You work with a lot of very talented people. Um, London being a a financial hub and mm. capital attracts the best of the best. So you get exposed to some pretty amazing people. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed the challenge and just learning and growing. Yeah. And so what was it that, that made you start your own business? Um, I'd like to see that say there was a, a massive grand plan, but uh, <laughs> essentially after um, the uh, uh, 2008 financial crisis, um, the industry wasn't exactly the, the greatest to be in. And, mm. and, and if you mentioned you worked in finance, you were um, not seen it with, with uh, very positive light. Yeah. Um, and I, I was looking at working a lot of hours and I decided, you know what, it's time. Um, took some time out, went traveling around South America, Central America for seven, eight months um, and just happened to kind of stumble on something through my travels and seemed like a good idea i had no intention of starting a business just kind of um a conversation really piqued some interest and then that just blossomed into a business eventually yeah so was coffee something that you were particularly passionate about before you went into a coffee business um yeah i mean i enjoyed coffee as much as anybody i suppose out there you know i used to go to coffee shops on a regular basis um I had an enthusiasm for it and an interest, but, you know, as much as people have for beer or wine or, <laughs> I don't know, a good bagel. Um, so, so, yeah. Yeah. So, so tell me about your, your business idea then and, and how, you, how you decided that was what you were going to do. Well, if I, I, I stumbled across somebody actually doing something similar in, um, in South Africa and it just kind of piqued my interest and then I came back to London and started chatting to two of my friends who I eventually started started the business with and we just spoke about it for ages and eventually one of them just said right enough talking <laughs> more doing and 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 we kind of started the business and and it was really um yeah it was just kind of we didn't know what we we're doing the three of us had never started a business before we we, we didn't know anything about sales or marketing or 
products or factories or brands. We just went, we know there's something here, let's see what we can do. And, and we kind of very naively started from that basis and just <laughs> kept pushing. I think sometimes it, that's the best way to start. <laughs> Yeah, I th- you don't I think know what you, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. I think if you knew all the things you didn't know, you, you'd perhaps be put off starting in the first place. Wow. I mean, if I think back to what we did in, in, you know, to start things, I'm like, um, <laughs> sometimes it's better not to know. Yeah. So explain what Cafe Pod is and, and what it does. So we are a coffee company. Um, we sell uh, a great range of um, great tasting uh, coffee products, um, and we sell them in, in a couple of different formats, beans, ground coffee, pods, um, and we, we sell them through your more traditional routes like your supermarkets like Waitrose and Tesco and then Ocado and Amazon, and then we also sell direct to consumer via our own um, uh, e-commerce websites. Um, yeah, and we've been doing that for about 12 years. And how, is, how have things changed over those 12 years? How has your business grown in that, that length of time? Um, I, I think the, the, the industry and the market has, has ch- I mean, it changed dramatically. Mm. Um, I, I think the routes to market have changed dramatically. So, so retail supermarkets have evolved. I mean, when we started, the concept of really having an e-commerce store was a bit odd. And mm. um, no, like it wasn't really on the radar like it is now. Um, um, the interest in coffee has has grown and grown and grown and grown and grown. Um, it, it's become, it's moved from being an exclusive product at home, at least in the UK, to it just becoming more and more widely acceptable. And in the sense of you don't have to be fancy and uh, wealthy to enjoy good coffee at home. Mm. So that accessibility is, is changing. Um, and just people's interest just keeps growing. I mean, you'd think 10 years ago there was enough coffee shops, but they just, <laughs> every day there's more and more opening. Um, so I'm, I'm mostly, mostly positive, which is incredible. Yeah. Now, as you'd never worked in the coffee industry before, I'm sure there were a lot of things you had to learn. What was that learning curve like when you were at the beginning? Oh, um, I, it, it was very, very steep. And I think one of the things that one of the skills you learn or you try and learn is to manage your emotional range mm. as you go through this journey because you go through a lot of highs and lows almost on a daily basis because everything seems a bit life and death and you're, you're trying to breathe life into this thing that doesn't exist yet and it, it, it takes it out of you and I think um, one of the things you learn is just to go, okay, let's not react, you know, we've got a call back from a buyer, that's great, but that doesn't mean... We're, we're going to sell a million pods. Um, so you kind of just learn to temper that and just think about it's all a long game. It's all a long game. Um, but that's definitely held me in good stead over the last couple of years. Yeah. Was there something that was kind of your, your big breakthrough when you thought, yes, we're, we're going to make a, make a go of this? Um, I think the big breakthrough was really um, when we started talking to Waitrose and... Mm. Um, we uh, there was an incredible buyer who is still there today. Um, her name is Polly, and um, she has been an incredible supporter of our business since day one. And um, what I've come to learn is the, the the point of view that she came from was her customers. And when we went to chat to her, um, it was something that she knew that her customers 
wanted and, mm-hmm. and, and were asking for. So we kind of fulfilled a need. And um, yeah, that, that's, um, that example up front of that, that, and, and that breakthrough of, of just being able to talk to somebody who's really focused on, on customers um, made a big difference. So for us, finding somebody who was seeing the opportunity and, and, and the coffee category in the same way um, really, really made a difference as opposed to trying to convince people why this should be. She was like, I get it. I get it. Right. Mm-hmm. How, do we do, how do we make this happen? So how would you describe your business now and, and where it is now? How, how large is it now? So we are a team of 14 people. Um, we are um, a bit more than a, a startup now. We've got some good solid revenues, um, profitable, good mix of, of revenue channels and, and customers. Um, we've also gone remote as a business. So in terms of our core team, so we work, um, the team is spread all over the UK, which is quite a big change from us mm. having a, a permanent office um, pre-COVID. Um, yeah, so it's it's going well. I mean, the, the, the market keeps morphing and changing and, and COVID has changed a lot for everybody from, mm-hmm. from people you sell to in terms of our customers like the supermarkets to the actual consumer and what they're looking for and how they consume coffee. Um, just people working from home versus not working from home has changed that landscape dramatically. So um, it's actually suited us uh, mm-hmm. in terms of what we sell. Um, we are predominantly focused on uh, selling uh, or fulfilling the need of, of people drinking coffee at home mm-hmm. and that's really what we want to be doing is ultimately empowering people to make great coffee at home so so getting people on that journey of just enjoying and whatever kind of coffee they like just getting them going at home yeah which is um there's a long way to go there but it's a it's a pretty exciting journey to be part of yeah now i believe that you're you're quite an advocate of, for people working from home how has that um, changed your business? It's actually made us a better business. Um, you have to be more deliberate about everything. And what I mean by that is that in an office, I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I'm, I, I love being around people. I enjoy um, you know, spending time with people in an office. But if I think back to... Um, a lot of the things when you're in physical contact with people, a lot of it is it just happens organically, mm. which is fine. But actually, that's not a substitute for business systems, processes, um, just having a way of doing things. And um, I think w- when you're remote and you can't see anybody else, you actually have to think about every single thing. Well, how do we actually do that? Because mm. I can't just turn around to somebody at the desk next to me and just ask them. Yeah. So suddenly you become more deliberate. And through that, you start thinking about how do we do that? And because you start thinking about that, you actually start putting these things in place, and um, which ultimately makes you a better better business. You start proactively communicating, proactively um, thinking about these things, which are, are super important and probably not always obvious for small businesses. Mm, yeah. So what are your plans for CafePod now? Where do you plan to take the business next? So... Uh, it, 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 even though we've been going for 11, 12 years, it really only feels like we scratched the surface. And, and for me, you know, the be all and end all is making great tasting coffee for people to enjoy at home. So, you know, we've focused a lot of our energies over, over the la, over most of our time on, on pods for the Nespresso system. And we're now expanding that, that reach to more products. 
ultimately, you know, I want to reach as many people as possible in the UK and um, whatever their needs are in terms of how, how they make coffee at home um, is where we want to be. Um, there's a big part that's missing from an educational point of view, just training, helping people really start on that journey. Um, I, I think coffee in the UK is, is almost like... Um, it's trying to get people cooking in a way like and then you start with well how do you boil an egg and it's mm -hmm. not that complicated but often it can be intimidating and you just need to get people going and mm -hmm. so for us really focusing on that and i think if you open open that up um there's a very big opportunity to help people and and get them just drinking great coffee at home so we want to do that through our own you know direct consumer working with our partners through the, the retailers um yeah, lots of exciting stuff. Um, uh, yeah, it feels like there's, there's another 10 or 20 years worth of stuff to do. <laughs> so let's have a chat about networking now. And I'm sure there's a link between coffee and networking because coffee is often served at networking meetings. Um, yes. But how have you gone about building a network for your business? Um, it's been interesting, actually, because when we first, we had to raise some money um, when we first started the business because we effectively needed to build a factory and we mm. didn't have any money. So we needed to do some fundraising and often the people you think you're going to get money from are the people who don't give you money mm -hmm. um, and you've got to get really good at then asking well do you know anybody and I think through doing that over and over and over asking for help is such a simple yet I think underused way of networking yeah but I think in order for people to help people like to help people they like yes and as simple as that sounds like so so be nice, like, like, <laughs> as simple as it is, be likable, be, be enthusiastic, have passion for what you do, because people like people who are passionate and are really into things. And, and you know, in order to really network and, and get people to recommend you, you know, they're putting their own personal um, stamp on a recommendation. So you've got to be worthy of recommend, of being recommended. And I think yeah. that's kind of often what people forget is like, are you worthy of somebody um, recommending you blindly to somebody else? So you've got to earn it and you've got to, you've got to prove it. And often it's just, you know, do you have a, a positive, enthusiastic, natural demeanor about you? And that it goes a long way. Yeah. And so, so where did you go to, to find those people that could help you? So in the beginning, um, from, from fundraising, we went to angel investments, networks, and um, yeah, any kind of that kind of related um, event, we were just looking for them and we'd always go and just chat, 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 chat. And then beyond that, I think, you know, trying to probably the, the, the other biggest network that has really been hugely helpful when building a business is other small business owners mm. and founders especially in the food and drink space we all face the same challenges we all sell through the same channels so really getting to know um a bunch of other small businesses has just been incredible because you all share the same challenges um and i found it funny enough we don't do them anymore but but trade shows um we always did trade shows because we thought we'd you know boost revenue and get new customers but actually what ends up happening is you end up spending four days next to a bunch of other small businesses and mm. there's a lot of downtime in that. So you end up actually connecting with these other businesses that are your neighbors in a trade show mm -hmm. 
quite well. And, and actually, I've got some very good relationships with, with other founders that from you know, trade shows like nine, ten years ago. So definitely that was unexpected. But it, you, you've got downtime just to really chat. And then sometimes you go out for drinks afterwards. So that's a, you know, if I reflect back, that's quite useful. Yeah. Now, presumably you took product along to trade shows, but did you also take uh, samples to to networking meetings that you went to? Yeah. I mean, you know, especially if you're a product-based business, it's one of your big advantages is having a physical thing to be like, here, Mm -hmm. this is what we make, or even better, taste it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, it's, you know, especially with a food product, it's like, don't take my word for it, you know, try it. Um, but yeah, trying trying to let the product talk for itself. Trying trying to use that to to um, uh, widen the conversation. Um, yeah, I always recommend you know give stuff away, be generous. Um, that always helps. You know, I, I think in networking, I think often people go into it thinking, well, what can other people do for me? Mm-hmm. But uh, my philosophy has always been, if you're ever going into a situation, the first thing you should be doing is, what can I do for others? That yeah. should always be the first thing, you know, and, and you should be asking that. So if you're chatting to other business owners or whoever, it's like, how can I help? Offer up help. Don't don't even think about yourself. It 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 comes back, but you need to be paying it forward or just um, generous, not 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 looking. What what can I take? Because that yeah. just doesn't go very far. And people spot it from a mile away. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So is networking still important to you now that you're an established business? Absolutely. I, I think um, there's networking with your existing network, so it's so maintaining that, and um, COVID definitely made that a bigger challenge. And, and, and even um, uh, working remotely, um, not bumping into, for example, if you're in a, um, um, a, an office building with other small businesses, you would just naturally bump into mm. them. So it's something you definitely have to make more effort with. Um, but it's, I found the networking now helpful in terms of my current network with all the challenges. We're all facing the same challenges. So being able to pick up the phone and chat and then meet up for a coffee, a drink, just kind of talk through things. Um, and then asking for, for, for using your network to help you network. Like, do you know anybody who can help on this? Or I really like to talk to somebody about this. Or um, And yeah, so, so that really helps as well but i don't go to as many events and it's something funny enough that i've been thinking about recently and like i need to pick up again just just let these organic um uh meetings happen and and because you never know who you're going to run into or strike up a conversation with yeah absolutely so finally then peter if people want to know more about you and kathy pod what is the best place for them to find you so we are uh, in the usual channels on, on Facebook and uh, Instagram at um, just CafePod um, and then check us out on our website CafePod.com um, yeah if you want to drop us a line um, you can drop us a line at hello at CafePod.com lovely well thank you very much for being my guest this morning thank you very much um, I've appreciated the time to, to have a little chat thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.